The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Before we start the episode, um, I'm suffering from hay fever during this one, so bear with me as I sniffle throughout most of the episode. Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and themes that some people may find offensive. And it may also contain some brand new trends. It's going to be fabulous. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast with T and Cleves. Each week, offering up a great perspective on life. Welcome to Seesaw. Once again, waiting for Cleves to come in on that one-off chance. I'm going to do it every single time. Nope. For him to come in and go, oh, welcome. It's Cleves this time. It's your thing. I, I do the disclaimer. Yeah, that's true. Apart from that one week, I did the disclaimer and bodged it up. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. So we're coming to you from the 29th floor of Seesaw Towers today. We keep going up. Another, like, six floors have been built since last week. I think it's seven. All right, whatever. Well, I can't do math. Yeah, didn't do that in your, your education, did you? I'm a creative type. I create numbers. I don't logisticize them. I made that okay, word you up. You don't do English either, by the sounds of it. Uh, I'm a creative. I made that word up just now. Oh. Logisticize. It's numbers-based exercises. I was going to say. <laughs> and it gets you from one place to another. It might also have you my five-week logisticize program. $29.99? Per week. Per week? That's yep. very expensive. Uh, but my it's, maths it's, aren't very good, so there you go. It's also five sessions a week. <laughs> it's not a cheap course. The thing is, you're teaching people like... I, I assume you're teaching them some maths, so by the end, they'll know how much they've been ripped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The overarching uh, lesson of the course is don't waste your money. So how are things? Uh, things are all right, yeah. It's going, going okay. How's things with you? Good. I haven't got much to report this week. Neither have I. That's why I regretted asking you, because I threw off the entire, like, rhythm of our banter. Good. Banter's a strong word. Yep. Just to see how you were. Great. It's nice. Like, I give a fuck. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> you don't need to ask me that anymore, because we basically see each other every day. Well, I don't see anyone any day, but you are around. Well, get out more. So, what are we talking about this week? That was a nice short segment, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to dwell on it because like, we haven't really got anything to update. We haven't got any fake feedback from you this week, I don't think. I only bring out the feedback during the questions and answers episode, just as a little update for the listeners, see how things are getting on. So what are we doing this week? We're doing fashion. Fashion is a strong word. We're, talk- oh. we're talking about clothes. Okay. Fashion implies that we have it, or the sense of it at least. I have my own fashion. That doesn't mean it's fashionable. I mean, that's the clear distinction here. Style. I have my own style. I mean, I've never seen you reading like Vogue or anything like that. It's because I'm in it. Don't want to look at myself. <laughs> You're in it on... So the same reason I don't listen to this podcast, not the shoddy content. It's the, uh, the fact that I just don't like listening or looking at myself. 
When you said you're in it, I was thinking, right, those, those shitty before and after going to rehabs, and then you're the before one. And this is what Gwyneth Paltrow used to look like. <laughs> and then she got worse, surprisingly. Gooped it up. Is that her? Yeah, fucking goop. Like, she sells bollocks. Uh, vagina, actually. It smells like a vagina. Yeah, that... You know that some dirty pervs have bought that as well. She knows what market she's in. I imagine it smells like any other vagina. I imagine it probably doesn't smell like that, otherwise why would you want a candle that smells like it? I don't know. It depends how much goop she's got. I don't know what the goopy vagina smells like. I mean, Yankee like. Candle haven't bought one out, have they? They're called Moist Clunge. I, said that, I thought I said something vulgar last week, <laughs> and you fucking top that immediately. So fashion, clothes, everyone has to wear them, even though you might not want to. What about nudists? Well, I'm not counting them, they're not disabled. They just Yeah, there's going to be disabled nudists out there. I mean, there's got to be. I mean, if you're already disabled, do you really want to draw more attention to yourself? Being disabled isn't a... Well, I suppose it is an identity in itself. But people build upon that, or they, they choose to not let it affect them. I mean, shout out to the Labelled Podcast. Really good podcast. You should give that a listen. Yeah, finish this one first, and then, then go and have a listen to that one. Speaking of labels, fashion... Yes, let's go back to fashion labels. So, Cleves, you're a man of distinct taste. Uh, so, where did it start? Got my fashion sense when I was at school, didn't I? When I became a dirty greb. I mean, classic noughties, spiky head, flame shirt, baggy jeans with chains. Actually, I didn't have a flame shirt. Oh, no, I might have had a flame shirt. The dragon <laughs> shirt I never had. But anyway, there's only like two shirts. Yeah, exactly. The flame, flame or shirt dragons. and the dragon yeah, yeah, shirt. Yeah, I had the flame one. Then I'm going to say I had a flame one. I don't yeah. think I had a dragon one. And then they end up in every charity shop had at least five of those in every size when it came from like 2008. Yep. Uh, and then yeah, the rest of it was usually just like black band t-shirts. You know, standard grabby stuff. Big fat chain, spiky, spiky belt. Did you have a wallet chain? Uh, I sure did. I had a wallet chain and then I just used to have like three or four other chains just clipped to the side of my jeans. So I rolled. Just in case the police need to catch you. That's it, yeah. I had to make sure I had uh, like some Vans or Converse or something on, although it was kind of irrelevant because my jeans were so baggy they often covered my shoes anyway. They were <laughs> dragging around on the floor. That was my first uh, foray, shall we say, into fashion. <laughs> Somewhat stereotypical. No, but it was indicative of the music that you liked and the group you were in. Yeah, true. A lot of people would. I wouldn't say they took it to the same levels I did, probably. No, for, but... For the best for them, but... Yeah, is. You, you carved out your style. I was happy being who I was, that's the main thing, isn't it? Your fashion you often reflects where you're most comfortable, doesn't it? So, that's where I was at at the time. Ordinarily, it does. I, I think a certain degree of when you're young, you do dress like your friends. Oh, yeah, peer pressure. There's also that. Yeah. I never really had a particular style. Um, I, I used to wear the sort of things I liked. What were those things? What kind of group did you hang out in? I didn't really have a group. Unfortunately for me, I sort of spread myself quite thin amongst various groups. I never really... Like a dirt cheap margarine on poor one's white bread. I don't like the use of bland and poor there. I didn't say bland. You didn't say bland. <laughs> You said poor margarine. Or I said bland. Cheap, cheap margarine. That's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, mister. I have a butter dish. We're not getting onto the fucking butter dish, right? <laughs> we're 
I'll bring my wife on and you can interview her about butter dishes and their merits. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to interview about the sheer amount of pans that they <laughs> that you own and the butter dish and anything that I can't find a use for that you've bought over the years. That wouldn't be a bad episode, to be honest. Just like, okay, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we'd have to cut most of it because we only have roughly half an hour. <laughs> Might be a five-parter. I mean, that's a lot of parts. Almost as many pans I've got. So my style, it, it really changed. So I wore a lot of, sort of like, a lot of, like, uh, I didn't wear skinny jeans. Um, I used to wear, like, slim, slim-fit jeans because, unfortunately, when skinny jeans were all the fashion for certain certain people within our... All the trendos. Um, yeah, basically. Tannies, whatever you call them. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I don't have the frame for that. Um, I have very large thighs, and <laughs> it would look like... Um, you, you'd cooked some chicken legs and then wrapped them in like paper, so it it didn't really fit me. I wasn't like a scrawny beanpole, so I couldn't really pull that off. So slim jeans. I used to wear like just generic polo shirts usually, button-up shirts or like undone underneath have just like a printed t-shirt. So nothing. You just settled into your fifty-year-old self at the age of like fourteen. I'm not fifty now, so I changed <laughs> every part of that. No, I didn't really have my own style. I mean, well, I did have my own style, but it wasn't really indicative of anything else. Like, I just wore things that I liked. Like, I used to go shopping like Burton's and stuff like that. Standard high street chains. Yeah. Other chains are available. <laughs> Other chains are available. Just your gen, like, your generic, generic high street stuff, really. Nothing really that interesting. I, I used to think... I used to get some brands, so that's the only different, well, the only thing I used to do. Like when I had expendable income, I used to at least get some sort of branding, like Levi's for my jeans, and then like Dolce & Gabbana, and I used to wear, like, shoe-wise, I used to wear, like, actual shoes. No, like, trainers for you then? No, I did... No, wear, like, Converse or I did briefly have a time where I did wear Converse. Like, there was, like, six months where I really got in with, like, some emo kids. And I just wore, like, various Converse. But then I sort of moved away from that group a little bit. And then I started wearing, like, shoes, jeans, um, like, and shirts and stuff like that. Just to look a little bit smarter. I don't know why. My hair always changed. I think that's something that I would class as fashion as well. I went for, I used to have really long hair and used to like get highlighted and all sorts of shit. And then like have it spiked, have like a hedgehog going on, all sorts of stuff. Those were the days. But now I, <laughs> that is completely impossible for me to do. Um, I have no hair. Do it with the beard? Spiky beard, that'd be good. I straightened it once and I was took I was told that I looked like Dumbledore. <laughs> I never did it again. Nice. The worst thing is, it is going grey, so I, I can't really get away from that. I think you should get a bit of hair gel and mould it into spikes. Yeah, I suppose I could make it look spiky if I wanted to get, like, really New stage cool. persona. Call yourself, uh, I don't know, Spiky Tea Beard. I'll come back to that. <laughs> That's not the name of your new spike hero, tea? is it? Spike Tea? Yeah. Nah. Like nah. the spike, spike Lee, you see, that's where I went with it. Yeah, I know where you were going with it. I just... Spike TV? Where's like the TV, TV channel spike? <laughs> no one wants that. So, as far as sort of like after that, I mean, how has it changed for you, like your style, since like the blindness has gone oh, a mate. little bit more? My fashion's just like me. I'm just a watered down version of myself. 
let's be fair, you do have a synth style now, and it might be a watered-down version. You don't have any chains anymore, but you do have a selection of bands, T-shirts, baggy jeans, and uh, an array of Vans T-shirts. Okay, <laughs> okay. let me stop you there, because firstly, the jeans aren't baggy anymore. They're relatively well-fitting. My trainers are normally like DCs or something now. And then T-shirts, mainly the Entis T-shirts. So yeah, there are a few band T-shirts, I'll give you that as well. And then I usually just wrap it in a shirt. Usually like plaid or plain, to be honest. Um, it's pretty much my style now. But you do, you do like your plaid. It's a nice, easy style to get to when you can't see a lot. You kind of know what you're getting yourself in for. And yeah, it's a safe look. You stick to neutral colours as well, don't you? I do. Mainly because, well, I can't see like some of the colours. So if I stick to the neutral ones, it's easier to... To know what I'm getting into in the morning. So you're not like a knobhead with like mauve trousers and like a lime cream top. Look, I don't mind a bit of colour on top, but downstairs we're talking black or blue for the jeans. I mean, I was going to say I agree, but I, then I just looked down and I'm wearing grey jeans. <laughs> well, the, look, the thing is, is your sight dissipates over time. And you can't always tell. Firstly, the, like my colour differentiation is going a little bit. Hmm. Especially like if I wake up in the morning and it's not light outside and I'm having to use like light bulb light, artificial light, if you will, to to tell the colours between. I can't re- often tell. Sometimes it's ridiculous things as well, like a dark green and a dark purple. I can't tell the difference if I've got a shirt that I'm giving to work. But if I've only got like blue or black jeans on, it doesn't really matter. Bang yeah. straight on. And it's the same if I've got blue or black jeans on, as long as my t-shirt, you know, I don't. Is like, I don't know, if it's just white or something like that, it's not too bad, is it? Go with anything. Wrap a plaid shirt around, good to go. I mean, it's safe, isn't it? Yeah, safe. I'm not saying it's the most exciting thing ever. I mean, it is showing your age. I go for the safe side of things. Well, it's more to do with my sight, really. Yeah. Plus, I'm a bit out of touch. I don't know what's good these days. Well, you Also, could... you're making it sound like you're the fucking <laughs> height of fashion over there. What do you fucking wear? Rack on me, boy. <laughs> I wear neutral neutral colours. Um. Oh, really? You're showing your age there a little bit, aren't you? Going for the safe option. So, jeans. Uh, I do have a pair of chinos that I wear for job interviews. Exclusively. <laughs> ah, the job chinos. <laughs> they are. Do you not have a suit? Like a no, business suit? I don't really want to work in a place where I would have to wear a suit. Like, if you have to wear a suit to an interview... Then I feel like you're always going to have to wear a suit, like trousers and a shirt and a tie. Yeah, I, I wore a shirt to my job. Is yeah, that... but I work... Well, okay, let's give a fry hint out. My work doesn't require any sort of... like You have to be kind of smart, but it's like smart casual. Like there, There's no particular dress code. So I haven't done a hint in a while. It's not mine either. Jeans and a shirt. But I went in a suit. It's about looking good for the part, isn't it? When you yeah. go to an interview. Plus, if you get a one suit fit us all, you use that for all sorts of stuff. Atchins, matchins, dispatchins. Yeah. Job it fits all interviews. until a year's time where it doesn't fit. Why? What's the, why what are you, what are you doing in a year's time? The, Bulking up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're calling it? Yeah. I just haven't got the exercise down yet. No, I, I don't know. Job interviews, I'll wear chinos. A button-up shirt. I look, I look smart. But I'm not going over the top. What's your daily fashion like then? Daily fashion, like I said, neutral, neutral sort of colours. Usually t-shirts. I'm working from home at the moment. Uh, if I was working at the office, 
Then... T-shirt and pants then. <laughs> no, I, I would still wear the jeans, but I would have like a button shirt. Jeans are on the hanger just in case the Amazon guy arrives and you have to get dressed. <laughs> jeans are always on. I, I can't be one of these people sitting in pyjama bottoms. I, it's it's just skanky, I think. I had three weeks worth of furlough and I pretty much did all my work in my boxes. <laughs> yeah, but you don't do meetings over teams. They're not going to see below the desk. Well, depending on where I have my camera, they will. It's all cop cam, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Under the table. <laughs> Tony, we can only see your head. Oh, yeah, you can. I mean, it has the same beard and baldness thing going on. <laughs> it's only got one eye as well. That is also very true. <laughs> so, yeah, just T-shirts. How do you choose your stuff? It's going to sound really bad. I used to I used to go sh- like and choose my own things, but now that my site is going, I find it a lot tougher to know what is what looks good, what looks smart. Uh, you just need to ask my wife about the last pair of slippers I ordered off of Amazon to know how shit I am at ordering things for myself. Oh mate, slippers are gash though. You don't need to have good slippers. No, but I could not have got it more wrong. How do you get a bad pair of slippers? They're meant to ask be terrible. Her. Ask her, these were horrendous. I once had a pair of gorilla-shaped slippers that I nicknamed Gore and Illa. Well, which one was Gore? Left, obviously. Well, why is that obvious? <laughs> I don't know. Because it comes first. What, left is all first? Yeah, left and right. You don't hear right and left, do you? Yeah? No, nah, left and right. Whatever. So how do you choose them now? My wife generally helps me pick out my stuff now. So we will... Go to various places. TK Maxx. I do like TK Maxx. I ain't got the patience for it. But that's the thing. I've got a wife. So I go to TK Maxx and where it would take me like an hour to find something that isn't just garbage, she'll go in and she's like, like loads of shit will come out and she'll be like, okay, I've got like 10 things here. Let's see how they look. And then that's how I do it. It's nice that you can have a personal shopper. We can't all afford one of those. Well, there's nothing stopping you asking my wife, saying, like, she knows your style <laughs> as well. She knows your style and what sort of things you like. So you know what? I'd rather stop- do it myself and someone say, mate, you look like garbage. You do look like garbage. So, when it comes to shopping for your clothes now, what what do you do? Like, do you do it online? Do you go out? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I do all my... Um, I tr- well, I try and do all of my clothes shopping online because, firstly, it tells me in writing what colour it is. If I'm in the shop, uh, if I'm in... Let's see. Let's go back to Burton's, actually. Other retailers are available. In fact, that one's not available anymore because it's closed down. <laughs> <laughs> Lockdown. <laughs> but anyway, the lighting wasn't always, like, the best. Like, sometimes they have those spotlights to make it kind of, like, trendy and shit, don't they? So I couldn't always see what colour stuff was, and I can't always read the label on it. So if I look at it online, then I know what colour I'm getting, and I know roughly what size I am, so I'd rather just order it, see if it fits, and if, if it don't, then I'll just send it back. Do you order, like, two of the same thing in different sizes, then just return one? Nah. I usually know where I'm at, depending on what it is. I take a gamble. They're not always always the same because, you know, the third world countries that make the clothes often use the same pattern, but half the time it's different. Even if you get two mediums, it could be different, but it is what it is. That's that's the cost you pay for cheap clothes. Mm. They need to beat the children a little bit better, make sure they're more in line with the pattern. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What? You're trying to convince people you're not a serial killer. Look, all I'm saying is, not great working conditions over there. Either pay people well and get it right, or 
beat the kids and make sure they get it right. Don't think it's a great message to send, if I'm honest. He has no comment on this <laughs> at all. I'd like to point out that it's just a joke. <laughs> as long as you point it out. The C-Cell podcast in no way endorses child abuse. <laughs> we, we or third world poverty. No. We but don't. I would endorse a good pair of jeans, for the love of God. Someone get it right. I, I've debated getting, like, there's a, there's a big push at the moment. And it's not so much, uh, it's not so much a push. It's not a fashion thing, but it's more of a, uh, dare I say, it's sort of, it's one of these things for, like, middle-aged men. Whereas now, you can get, like, elasticated jeans. Oh, yeah, you pretty much get them all the time, though, yeah. But it's becoming, like, the trend now, like, to just order elasticated jeans. And apparently they're quite good quality. Even Levi's, I think, are doing them now. Wait, they're just basically jogging bottom style, like waistband. Yeah. But it's like they're jeans. And it cuts down on labour and design costs and stuff like that. And you wouldn't know any different unless you're one of these dickheads who walks around with their shirt tucked in or T-shirt tucked in so they can show off their massive belt buckle. Or like a skull eating fire. I actually have a skull belt buckle. <laughs> I'm wearing it right now, but it's not on a show. <laughs> It's pretty large as well. It's left over from my uh, my grabby days. What belt? How many times have you washed that belt? Belt? Yeah. You don't wash belts. So what you're saying, whenever you're going for a shit, you wash your hands before you pipe your trousers? No. So you wipe your ass, you adjust your belt, Yeah. then you wash your hands? Yeah. Okay. So what I can say from that is that your belt is covered in shit. I mean, firstly, I'm wiping my ass, not my ass with my hand. Right. But so sometimes be... the toilet paper's a little bit thin. Right, okay. Fine. The thing is, why would that matter, right? Because it's going to be on the, like, you're washing your hands afterwards, aren't you? So yeah, your belt might be a bit shitty, but what does that matter? So let's say you shit and it landed on the bottom of your jeans and... Why would you shit on the bottom of your jeans? Let's just what say, kind of scenario is this? Let's just say... Has this happened to you, be honest? You haven't done a good job, and then you stand up and just go, boop, on like, the cuff of your jeans. <laughs> right. And in this instance, you can just, like, flick it off, and bing, like that. Would you feel like those jeans are now filthy? Because poos touch them? Yeah, because physical shit has touched them. But I haven't accidentally shat on my belt buckle, have I? Well, I don't know what you're doing in your spare time. I'm just saying the belts are filthy. Like, wash your belt, come on. No, there's no need for it. You wash your hands afterwards. That's what's clean. Nah, wash your belt. It's disgusting. Fucking disgusting. 15 years worth of fecal matter on it, that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's 15 years of shit and pierces on your belt. Yeah. Fucking, that's how COVID started. (laughs) Shitty belts. (laughs) Speaking of dirty things, apart from your shitty belt, how do you know if something's dirty? I don't. Well, to be honest, I kind of th- th- this is my general rule now because I can't see the dirt on my clothes. I tend to just go for shirts two days, so long as it's not been warm outside and I've got sweaty. T-shirts one day because they hug the pits a little bit more, and then jeans I could probably get away with about a week, unless unless if if I can visi- visibly notice the dirt on it, then I'll then I'll change them. Or if I know like I don't know a dog's jumped up with muddy paws or something, then fine, I'll get them changed just out of. I won't see the dirt, but I'll know probably that there's some dirt on there. Otherwise, I just can't see it. So, 
I yeah. just kind of like that I have to fail safe and just wash it anyway, even if it, even if it's not dirty, or just just wear it and hope that it's not dirty. That's fair. That's a really long train. I mean, I I have heard that, especially like good quality jeans, like Wrangler or, or Levi or some of these other brands, you're not supposed to wash jeans. What if you've got awful jeans to the point where people just roll their eyes in the middle of the street because they're quite frankly embarrassing? Well, they might be a little bit wonky. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I am the same. Like, there are occasions where I would not know if something's dirty. I do the same thing with you. If it's been really hot or I've sweated or something like that, definitely goes in the bag. But generally speaking, I won't wear the same top twice without washing it. I Just for that risk. Yeah, I wouldn't a t-shirt. Yeah, definitely not. Sometimes you drop your lunch on your shirt and don't pick up on it. That happens. But it's just a game we play, you know, of living this dangerous life that is being a blinky. <laughs> but jeans, I usually give a week Yeah, about that. Just I, hang them I, up know, I know people day. that wear them too. Fully sighted people, so a week's pretty good going. You've got to give them an air out. Like I said, like, that's what a lot of, like, if you get good jeans, apparently you're just supposed to, like, wipe them down, but then, like, just air them. Nah, fuck it, just wash them. Yeah, don't be lazy. Wash those jeans, even mm. if they are awful. You don't want to bring shame on your family, do you? No. <laughs> no one's going to know that reference. I don't mind. <laughs> They're um, in denial. Yeah. Speaking of being in denial, do you feel that you have no fashion sense now? I feel like I did when I was 15 in that I've got my own fashion sense and it, this is what suits me now. I go back to that thing is like I wear what clothes make me feel comfortable. Yeah. I don't think I'm necessarily fashionable. I'm not, despite what I said earlier, going to be on the cover of Vogue. But got my own thing going on. It's still a, it's still a sort of grebby-ish look, just a bit more adult. It's like the, the youth mixed in with the adult, mixed in with the blind. <laughs> Wow, that that is that's that's what I say. What it is is that mishmash. Yeah, I I start to wear what's comfortable, and if I'm going out, I'll wear something smart. I don't necessarily make it doesn't I doesn't need to feel comfortable on my body. It just means I need to feel comfortable in it, in like in myself. Yeah, I'm the same. So, but I I won't. I don't have a distinct style now. Middle age, I'd say, is my style. Told you, you had that going on at fourteen. From what you're telling me, fucking hell, yeah. By the sound of it. I look like the sort of guy, like the way I dress, I look like the sort of guy who has kids. I don't, but at least I'm ready for it. <laughs> so do you feel like you miss out on fashion? Is it something you're interested in? Maybe, no. I think it's because I'm getting older now, so I'm not really that bothered about it. But I'm pretty happy where I'm at, to be fair. To me, I just don't want to spend the money. To be fashionable requires a lot of money. Oh, yeah, if you're talking, like, proper high fashion, yeah, sure. No, no, not even high fashion. I consider, like, put it this way, like, like every year you have a different colour, you know what I mean? This year's colour is blah, blah, I don't know what this year's fucking colour is. It was ultraviolet last year, I think, wasn't it? But, like, you got all your ultraviolet shit last year, and, like, this year, like, you're so out of fashion, so gauche. So you have to change your entire wardrobe again. There might be a few things you can carry over, but people who, even people who aren't into high fashion and like getting all like the brands and shit, people who go out every payday and spend like 150, 200 quid, like minimum on, on clothes. I'm like, I just don't want to spend that money. 
Yeah, but it's kind of a hobby, isn't it? You know what I mean? That's, that's the thing. Yeah, but you're not spending 200 quid a month on CDs. Mm, you don't know that. Well, we've been there a month and one CD has shown up. Actually, two have shown up. Well, they're £100 each. <laughs> no, they weren't. They shut the fuck they are up. Get, they are getting more expensive. They? And plus, also, I buy a lot of records as well, and they're like 20, 25 quid a pop. Do I spend 200 quid a month on fashion, uh, on music? Probably not, but I bet I spend close to 100. Yeah, but I used to spend like 100 quid a month on games. That's what I'm saying, though, isn't it? If it's your thing, do it. I'm not saying don't do it. If you're into fashion, I can do it, but at the same time, it's something that I don't want to spend a lot of money on. I always feel good when I get new clothes. Don't get me wrong, like, when we're in, like, we're in a shop and my wife's like, oh, that would be good on you, or that look nice, and... And I wear it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm glad I have some new clothes. But then I get my favourites, and this is the bad thing. I have a chest of drawers that's full of, like, clothes, which I still like, but I will still wear, like, ten different things because I feel comfortable in it. Yeah, I took the rest of shit out. No, because they all have their purpose as well, because like, there'll be times where I will put on something else because it looks smarter. So I've got a few polo shirts, which I won't wear day to day. But then when it comes to like going to a friend's like barbecue or something like that, I'll put on a polo shirt and I'll, I'll put on a nice one. It depends on the circumstance. I know. I, I've never really conformed to any style. I've always kind of looked like I should be. Middle-aged. Well, no. Like, <laughs> fuck's sake. When I, used to, when I was younger and I had like long hair and it was like, I had like black hair and I... Like highlighted blonde and shit and have like a side part like fringe and you'd think like oh like proper emo shit I was like well no I didn't dress that way like now I shave my head and yeah we'll wear like a leather jacket and shit like that and you could say it's sort of, got like, sort of like a skin heady look but then there'd be times where I'll just wear something quite bright and colourful just for no reason and like I'll wear, like, denim shorts <laughs> and, like, a floral T-shirt. It's like... Daisy Jukes and a floral T-shirt. Yeah, that would look good on you. <laughs> Stop your fantasising. <laughs> hot enough in this fucking room. That's the thing, though. Like, I, I just do what I like. Right, shall we wrap up? Sure. Let's wrap this up like a tasty sandwich. Yep. Um, be yourself. Be comfortable. Get your own uh, fashion and, um, you know, if you're a blinky, you either get someone else to choose your clothes or um, stop giving a fuck about what other people think of your clothes. Yeah, do your shopping online. It's never been easier. And the returns policies are pretty decent. If you're disabled, you're already in a subculture. So wear what you want. Like, you don't have to conform. Wear what you're comfortable wearing. Like, whether it's, like, actually comfortable or you're just comfortable wearing it. Fuck the world. Uh, they're not. No one's doing you a favour being disabled, so you might as well like feel good about yourself. Wear what makes you feel good. Wear those tweed trousers. I actually do have tweed trousers. Hmm. <laughs> that is the appropriate reaction. <laughs> and on that note, on that note, this good. is the end of the fabulous episode of Seesaw. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast, Twitter, Seesaw Pod. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Seesaw Podcast or Seesaw Pod, depending on which one we want. But 
get us on the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience. It's fucking stupid. That makes sense. It's not funny. <laughs>